Hello again, everyone. Welcome to another edition of Frazier and Dieter's Business Speed. I'm John Ray, alongside Roger Lesby and Donna Beatty. Donna, Roger, welcome to both of you. Good morning, John. We're super glad to be here. It's uh, halfway through March already, and we've got all the extensions filed as needed, so we're glad to be here. Yeah, because as we're doing this show, today's March the 15th, so you better have that extension done or have those have that uh, business return filed, right? They've all been e-filed. They've all been accepted. And uh, so we're in good shape going into April. If your accounting firm is Frazier and Dieter, it's already done, right? So <laughs> that, <laughs> or, or already extended. Or yeah. extended. That's what I mean. Yeah. So uh, anyway, awesome. Awesome. Well, we've got two great guests today um, from Hall Booth and Smith. We've got John Hall and Alex Kaufman. John, Alex, welcome. Thank you. Uh, we appreciate the opportunity to be here and appreciate uh, Roger and Donna asking us to come out. Absolutely. So um, let's first of all, give everyone, uh, if you would, John, an introduction to your firm. How are you serving folks out there? Sure. Thanks. And I'm glad to use that word. Our motto is serving to achieve excellence. We're a law firm, a uh, full service law firm. Originally started in Atlanta. We started in 1998 with about 14 lawyers and a very focused practice group. And we came to understand that for the both the benefit of our um, our people, our lawyers and our staff and others to grow and to have opportunity, sort of that Stephen Covey abundance mentality, we had to look to grow. And it also fit the needs of our clients in terms of having an expanded footprint and being able to get consistency across a, a set area in terms of the type of reputation or representation that you get um, was a great benefit to them. So we started out with the goal to become a statewide firm in Georgia, and we did. And all of a sudden, uh, clients started asking us to go around the southeast, and we're around most of the southeastern states. Um, then I tried a couple of cases up in New York. I spent five months on one trial and four months on another, and uh, I th- uh, thought, wow, this is a pretty great area. And clients started asking us to open, so we opened in New York and New Jersey. And we said, we're going to stay pretty much east of the Mississippi. You know, this is enough. We can't travel. I mean, this is a, we're a firm that when we went from one floor to two floors, we thought, oh, my goodness, can we still communicate with each other? And now, you know, across the, the eastern coast, we were uh, able to do that. But then uh, the last three years, clients has offered or has come to us and asked us to expand. And we're now in Oklahoma, Arkansas, Colorado, Montana, and looking to grow in additional areas. And it's all based on... Um, trying to provide a full-service environment that focuses on clients' needs and expanding and meeting their needs, but also making it an environment where our people are happy because you want to do business with happy people. So uh, we've been blessed and are thankful for the opportunity to be out here today. Well, we're really glad to have you. And, uh, John, with their expansion, their their latest expansion is right here in Alpharetta. They are uh, in Avalon and they are our new neighbors. Uh, so they share, we share the second floor with them and they have uh, just, just got in and uh, have just opened, I guess, a week ago. Yeah, we're excited about being in Alpharetta, about um, the growth. Uh, we, we were, our firm, our, our headquarters was in uh, downtown Atlanta in the 191 building and we've really enjoyed that relationship. Uh, we started there when Larry Cousins owned the building. And his personality really is what brought us down there and has kept us there. They're now um, out of the ownership of the building, but their um, legacy continues to make it a great place to be. But I live out in Gwinnett County. You know, um, uh, 
Alex Coppin, my partner who's here, and I'll turn it over to him in a second, and his uh, uh, father, who's also one of our partners, joined us. Uh, and our firm was changing. As I mentioned, we were changing to meet clients' needs, and we started to having more and more of a business practice, a corporate practice, a transactional practice. And if you want to go to Atlanta, if you want to go where the business, corporate, and transactional practice are, you're in Alpharetta. I'm really kind of shocked we're one of the only um, – you know, major firms that are in Alpharetta and certainly in terms of uh, big firms with a nationwide footprint. And we're excited about it. We think it's going to be an absolute um, great place for our people to be. Uh, It's going to attract for us better. And um, we believe additional great people to join the HBS family and and walk through with us. And plus, going to be able to serve existing and develop new clients. And plus, I can't Stop and say that, um, you know, the relationship with your firm is truly a, a great motivator for it. And we're, we're honored to be in the same building with you, well, Alex. What, well, what thank you? you. No pressure, Alex. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, it is true. It's uh, it's all about relationships, especially here in North Fulton. Um, you know, it's it's a very special community, both for, for business and, and, and a great place to live, work and play. And it's really that relationship with Fraser and Dieter that, that brought Hall Booth Smith to to Avalon, and and we love working with you. We believe that together we provide a better uh, product for our mutual clients, and that the opportunities are, are really endless. I just have to add that I mean I've worked with Alex for years, but having um, since he's been with Hall Booth, when I refer work to him, he just has more resources that respond much more quickly now. So he has a lot of. Um, resources that help our clients as well. Tell you, we're unique in law firms and that most law firms, uh, lawyers have their own individual book of business and they manage it and sometimes try to uh, custodial over that book of business. We, we have no uh, individual clients. It's all firm clients for us. We have a team approach and we share and somebody in Montana uh, we'll jump in and help uh, somebody in Tampa as quick as, uh, you know, anyone in the next room next door. And so we think this model of having a team approach where we're not worried about who gets the credit, we're just worried about giving excellent service has been beneficial to us. And Alex and his uh, group bring a tremendous uh, amount of experience and depth to us. And so we're excited about jumping in and being part of that. It's been fun. You know, let's. I want to dive into that because I'm not sure your clients appreciate how good they've got it when that's your approach, right? Because they don't uh, clients at firms where there's guardianship, or uh, I think it's what you said uh, that attorneys have over their book of business. Maybe the clients aren't seeing all the resources a firm can bring to bear, and it sounds like you're opening up the the faucets, as it were, and letting letting the expertise fly on the benefit of the client. Yeah, a lot of the business structure of law firms is designed that once you become in and you become the, the gray-haired guy and you've got your clients, you want to hold on to those clients. You may not work on them as much, but you want to hold on to them. And then it's sort of a, a scheme of everybody below works through you to get to the clients, and, and the clients, therefore, don't have – the the benefit of as close a contact with people across the board and we're excited about the fact that we take a young lawyer and uh we we tell them we hired a uh you know hired to retire and we take a young lawyer and we immediately a try to train them to give excellent legal work but then give them that excitement of going out there and serving in person to a to another person and having that relationship practice that alex has talked about and we think um 
that that will sustain growth because there is not a, a limited pie we're all trying to fight over. It's an expanding pie mentality and expanding growth mentality that creates opportunities for all. And that's why I love about the Alex and his practice is he brings so much of that opportunity into all of our lawyers. And we're very thankful to have him with the firm. Yeah. Alex, uh, John's touched upon it a little bit already, but, uh, how have you seen your, your practice and, and, and really the way that you work change over the last two and a half years, uh, especially with the presence of the COVID pandemic and everything else that we learned as, as professional service firms? Sure. Well, I, I think uh, the pandemic in particular created a unique challenge to all of our clients, uh, both from, from how they're going to work and operate um, and also how we interact with them. Um, the fact that we're not in court as often because of, of COVID and, and jury trials, we've seen that uh, we've tried to use alternative dispute resolution opportunities to, to resolve cases. Um, we've also seen our, our, our clients having issues with, with employment, uh, with the challenge of, of keeping uh, and retaining great workers uh, throughout this, uh, throughout the pandemic. Um, but all in all, we've seen really just this, this increase in technology and use, and, and really, we've seen our clients come band together. I was always concerned when it first, uh, when COVID first became an issue, that it would be a negative impact on, on my practice. My practice really grew; it just uh, and changed, and, and I think that's been been really part of it. I know I've, I've worked with Donna in particular on, on a couple challenges for for our mutual clients in, in particular um, that had issues with 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 payroll. <laughs> And, uh, and tax consequences based upon that. We've also seen, I think, clients look for greater efficiencies, which is one of the things I like to work with my clients for. I, I don't look at my relationship as a, as a one-time. I, I help you this one time. I look at it as I'm growing with them as they grow, and as, as they succeed, I feel that, that I succeed. Yeah, that change of, um, of COVID really has made us stronger. You know, you hate to uh, give any credit to something as terrible and over a million Americans died. So you hate to say anything really good about it, but it really taught us a new way to practice. It taught us uh, a, a new opportunity to be able to serve people in, in manners that we weren't in the past. Um, and it created business opportunity. Our firm created a national COVID task force. We defend a lot of healthcare institutions and work with healthcare and um, other businesses and we uh, formed an employment group and a litigation group and a regulatory group and started a new practice group out of COVID, our COVID National Task Force. It's been uh, wildly successful for us in terms of being able to serve people in times when they really have great difficulty answering those employment questions and, and those other issues that, that come forward. And, and we're happy to know that as part of this initiative, uh, you know, we, we, we committed at the first part of COVID that all of our folks were going to stay with us. And there were some, Roger, I'm sure y'all went through sometimes that April of 2020, you think now, how are we going to do this? And, um, you know, being blessed and just keep going forward. Uh, it turned out, you know, the, um, something bad turned out to be, have some good consequences. So we, we we've been, um, um, thankful and blessed about that. Yeah, it's almost been counterintuitive, but uh, we've had a number of clients that have just had record financial years uh, in 2020, 2021. Uh, I will actually give the government some credit. The PPP loan program was probably 
implemented as quickly as, as a government program that I've ever seen in my lifetime. And uh, I think it was pretty effective. And they went through payroll and, and corporations, and it saved millions and millions of jobs. And I think that that was good. Uh, the ERTC credits have been great for some of our clients that they are now finding. But, uh, but, but in your particular business, you know, a lot of these lawsuits have only been delayed. And so the courts are extremely backed up. Uh, I, I really had expected a lot of those cases to be settled. Uh, you guys probably did too. But uh, my understanding is, is a lot of them are still there, and we haven't even seen uh, the first instances yet of, of any litigation as a result of COVID. No, you're, you know, um, across the spectrum of litigation, everything put – our firm went from trying 110 cases – a year uh, in 2019 to six cases in 2020, and so far about seven cases. But I'm specially set every week now through the end of the year, so we're we're about to get back on it. And it's creating difficulties for clients because the judges are multi scheduling these cases because they're under the pressure of having an, a backed up um, uh, dialogue of cases going through, and and that's causing pressures. Um, the the reason I think. Um, it's interesting on everybody thought that this would be a huge settlement opportunity that would come uh, in the end of 2020 because of that. But the advent of third party litigation funding has allowed people on the plaintiff side to bridge through, um, you know, venture capital, all that, all those yeah. businesses were making money uh, somewhere in the lay ended up into venture capitalists. And those venture capitalists have decided they're going to invest in plaintiff's attorneys and unfortunately, I think that's a bad development, but I believe that's led to uh, a lot of the cases being continued over. And then the other thing is the frequency of cases slowed down simply because of the lack of activity in some way. But those are going to start the wave of those are, are about to start coming. Um, the, the, the issue that's being fought right now that, that I hope we end up with a favorable resolution is on the immunity statutes that the state legislatures moved quickly to help business and uh, the federal government had in place the professional readiness emergency protection act uh, prep act um, and those are being litigated right now in some of those existing cases to see if uh, you know there are potential when you're out there facing um, uh, a crisis in terms of say you're a healthcare provider and you're you're out there on the front line in a crisis do you really want to be hounded by some lawyer on the radio saying, you know, call us and let us sue your healthcare providers? And and hopefully the the immunities will hold up. Let's yeah. uh, let let's switch topics if we can and, and talk about talent and and hiring and uh, and some of the differences that you guys have seen there. Whether you've had any issues there or, you know, fortunately we're in Atlanta. There's an abundance of talent and. Uh, and with COVID now uh, hopefully subsiding, we have positive migration back into the state, which is only going to fuel our growth. I was in Phoenix yesterday at the hospital insurance forum speaking to that group. And one of the speakers from uh, presented the fact that there'll be a shortage of over 650,000 nurses coming up in the next uh, year. Wow. Uh, that shortage goes not only to nurses, it goes to Chick-fil-A workers, it goes to lawyers, to accountants, to everyone uh, I, I don't understand it quite yet why the workforce is so low in terms of numbers. I, I'm hoping that there is pent up uh, opportunity and people will come out, but we see it across the board. Um, we really haven't had 
uh, you, know, you know, there's still a great number of quality people out there, and we're finding that hiring is is working. But obviously, it is a more restrictive market on hiring. Um, uh, our hope is that that'll free up a little bit as the economy does uh, from the the restrictions that COVID caused. I think opening an Alfred office will help you as well. We found that you get people that don't want to go downtown but still want to work for a quality firm. You, you know, uh, and Alex um, was one of the motivators of us coming out to um, uh, Alpharetta. Uh, I live in uh, Gwinnett County, so I've driven into downtown for 35 years. Uh, funny story, my daughter's a lawyer with us. She's practicing for about 10 years. And I keep telling her, you need to come out and have – she lives in Grant Park, which is about two <laughs> miles from the downtown <laughs> office. And I keep telling her, you need to come out and have dinner with um, – your mother and I, and she says, dad, that's too far out there to drive. And I think, you know, I did it for 32 years for you or 38 years now. So, um, uh, but there is a mentality either way that, um, geography creates a limitation. And I think we're going to see a, a great, and we're already seeing it from Alpharetta office being a draw in additional people who want to work in that environment. People, you know, some people want to work in Tifton, Georgia, some people want to work in downtown Atlanta, and some people want to work in, in Alpharetta. And I think we ought to be able to serve all those. And I think when we serve them, given the way our practice works, it, they then help serve everybody else around. So we're just excited about it, not only the business presence, but um, that opportunity for employment. And I know um, Alex had that vision early on, and so let me commend him uh, right off the start. Yeah, I think you'll find that fact to be true, but we'll we'll have you back on in a few years and you can confirm that, okay? (laughs) Absolutely. Well, Alex, talk about some of the specifics of the office here. Um, You know, the the practice areas that that, uh, you represent and the the others you have here in the Alfred office. Sure, we have about 14 uh, lawyers in the Avalon office, and uh, it's really a full-service office. Uh, but again, it gets to lean on on the 300 plus other lawyers in the Hall Booth family, and I think that's really significant. But we we have from family law to to insurance defense to business business litigation, estate planning, corporate mergers acquisition. Uh, really, it's the full footprint, and and you know we look at this as a beachhead north um, for all North uh, Georgia, which is uh, significant. And also having Fraser Dieter, we literally are on the same second floor of the building together really gives us just an opportunity that we've been able to just walk our client right across the hall to say, look, you have this tax question. Let's get the best advice for you and to be efficient and effective. And and that's really what this is about. It's about instead of having one office in the middle of the state for all of our clients to have to come to us, it's about making our clients' lives easier and coming to them and and also making sure we surround ourselves with with great professional assistance if it's something that's outside of of what our profession does because it, it is about the client. It's about making sure the client has the best resources and gets the result that they're looking for. If, if I could throw in on that, Fraser Dieter, thank you all so much. The welcoming of helping us come out here and bring in the partnership that come is really key to what's enjoyed. And that type of relationship, I think, is what can really build your practice, build our practice, and help us build others' practices as we, we go forward. And uh, I want to thank you all not only for the show, but also thank you for that relationship, too. Well, we were excited to get you out here, and so that was a good thing. Uh, we we did make it pretty easy, so that was. Uh, <laughs> we also wanted to make sure that we had neighbors that we wanted. So. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we got the cream. 
For sure. Hey, folks, just I, I want to remind you that this show is brought to you by Frazier and Dieter. And many years ago, two CPAs, they got tired of the traditional accounting firm. So Jim and David, Jim Frazier and David Dieter, they started a firm where they could do things differently, uh, like helping their uh, uh, partners spend more time with their clients and the firm's associates and uh, all the things they did uh, nearly 40 years ago, I guess right at 40 years ago, has led to now Frazier and Dieter being one of the largest and fastest growing firms in the U.S. with awards coming every day. Best of the best, best firm for women, fastest growing, etc. If you want to know more about what Frazier and Dieter has to offer, go to FrazierDieter.com. So um, let's just talk about the, maybe the challenges of uh, working as a team and being remote, um, uh, because it's, it's, uh, that's gotta be something that you've obviously confronted well before the pandemic. So talk about that piece of it. You, you know, um, I, I believe our eyes are open to the opportunities of being remote and the great, uh, extension that it allows us all to extend our day. You know, I pray every day for God to extend the time of my day. So, and the zoom world, uh, allows you to go through and extend that time and, and, and to come in. So it's been tremendous. I do think it's not one or the other. I think it's a hybrid. And I, I, I hope that we are able to continue the extension that we get from being able to be remote and to cater to folks to do that. But we also remember to gather together because most of the great things occur not when you're dealing with the issues at hand, but you're dealing with the side talk about life and what's going on. Because then you form a relationship and all of a sudden you view the issues at hand in a different light when you know that person as a real person. So I, I think the world's going to continue the Zoom and going to continue that. But I do believe we're also going to be able to incorporate that uh, personal um, um, contact with it. And I think we're going to be better because of it. I think John's uh, being very humble, but we have a great culture at Hallboo Smith. And um, even though we've, we've done a lot of remote work, people enjoy coming to the office. They enjoy being with their colleagues. And we also have fantastic clients. Um, and so our lawyers really pride themselves on going out and visiting, visiting the client, which, of course, is a little bit harder during COVID. But it's still something that we, we focus on because we learn that if you come to a client's place of business, you're able to get to know the client. You get to know how their how their business really works, and invariably, there's another opportunity that uh, both you and the client have, uh, or challenge that you learn about because you went there. And people want to show off their businesses because they have uh, they're proud of what they do, and they should be. And so, so it's that cultural mix that I think gives you the efficiencies with with the ability to zoom in, but also that touch that shows people people care about each other, both internally at the firm and as well as about our clients. I'll give you an example. We do this thing we call a hub event, and we go and would love Fraser and Dieter to do it with us sometimes. We go to a different city pre-COVID, and we would have uh, really just an hour worth of kind of update on what's going on in the world, and then four hours of cocktails and, and hors d'oeuvres to get to know each other. And we invite diverse groups of clients, not just one client, but we believe relationships expand when clients meet each other. So we'll invite diverse groups of clients, and then COVID just kind of stopped that. Within the last month, though, we've um, had a hub event in Chicago and a hub event in the Northeast. And we started out small. We asked about 50 people from probably 20 different companies uh, to the one in Chicago. 45 people showed up. And they it was like 
old home week. They were, you know, seeing their friends and talking to their friends and they were interchanging. They were having conversations and it just brought a smile to your face to think, wow, people are ready to get back together. We can, we can still work efficiently by zoom if we're doing that, or we can come in and do it. But that interaction, that social interaction, people are ready for it to come back. Well, that's great. We've got offices in Tampa and Nashville, so we'll uh, we'll try to get that done. I think we should do it with you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, the thing I found about this is that I think you appreciate the one-on-one contact too. Just being forced to not see them, that you appreciate the ability to meet people in in person. Yeah, there's nothing better than looking somebody in the eye and really understanding when they tell you if they have a good day, are they really having a good day or not, what you can do to support them. So. And especially if you got them the result they wanted. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I love what Alex said about getting out because um, that, that's sometimes, we're all guilty of that sometimes about staying in our, our place but getting out, no, I heard somebody call that uh, getting to know someone for the pictures they have on their wall. You know, the, their families, their the things that they're proud of, and knowing them from that perspective. So, congratulations on that. Yeah, I think it's uh, Alex is right. It, it it does make that difference to be together, and uh, it, it's nice to be able to do it nowadays. I think that's what's really special about this Alpharetta community is a lot of us have started to come back together and, and, and there's just a great patchwork of, of what this community is about. It's not just a business community, but there, there's a great service uh, oriented uh, mindset here. In, in fact, that's how Donna and I've known each other over a decade. We mm-hmm. met um, at the star house foundation, which was for at risk kids here in mm-hmm. North Fulton. And we also have a summer camp and, and then we were in rotary and, and that, you and I have known each other from the North Fulton Chamber of Commerce and just, just a bunch of other, this patchwork that you start running into, into people. And, you know, even though Alpharetta is one of the top 10 largest cities in, in the state of Georgia, it's still, a, it's still a community. And, and I think that's special. And that's one of the reasons uh, I'm really excited about us opening the Avalon office and, and being in the center of it uh, here at North Fulton. Yeah. Let me give a shout out for that. You know, when I first came to Atlanta in 1984, Alpharetta was still a small town and it was a small town struggling i think on business because of the the pull from atlanta and other things and his business going and and what i've seen over the the last 40 years as this has gone is you alpharetta has developed a key business center that attracts people to work in an area and to grow within this area and they provided services to their citizens uh, entertainment opportunity to work, opportunity to raise families and great schools and great. And we're just thrilled to be part of the Alpharetta community. Well, then John, as you know, years ago, everybody came downtown and that's where all the businesses were. And Buck had fought to become a, a business hub and, and they became successful at that. And I think Alpharetta is just taking the, the, the next growth step and uh, it's just a little further out, but uh, they've done a tremendous job and they've had great visionary and, I still give credit uh, a, a lot to uh, David Bell Isle, who was the former mayor of Alpharetta, and his vision and his his creation there. And so, we're real excited to be the beneficiaries of all that. And we've got the airport here in Georgia, and now we have the Savannah Port, which will be just two big things for the state of Georgia and for business. And so, we're excited about both of those facts. Yeah, it's interesting you mentioned Buckhead. We tip our hats to Sam Massell, who yes. passed away this week. Mm-hmm who really thought the idea of business can be everywhere. And I think that is the spirit that has led to this development and Alpharetta. And, and we're in such a, an amazing time 
uh, it's fun to be a part of it. So gentlemen, we love having folks come in here and share success stories and we'd love it. You're obviously in the confidentiality business, so you can't use names, but we'd love it. Maybe, uh, John, Alex, if you could share a success story or two, it illustrates the great work you do. Sure. You, you know, our lawyers, um, uh, a couple of different types is both the transactional and the litigation. Let me start out on the litigation side. Uh, we're lawyers for business typically, and uh, businesses get sued, and then their individuals within those businesses get sued. And it becomes not only a financial troublesome issue for the business, but it comes a personal attack on those people involved. And Within the last uh, six months, I think our lawyers have seven verdicts in favor of defense folks and the trials as they're starting up. And we're training that next generation of lawyer. A lot of these are younger lawyers who are um, starting in um, because the cases under COVID, the initial cases are a little bit shorter. You can have other folks do it. And so we're excited about that. Um, we, we, um, uh, a lot of the, t- the times that, that we go through in terms of the litigation world, uh, these are some of the worst opportunities, especially if you take uh, a trucking company who their um, entire future, because of limited insurance, may be based on the outcome of this matter, or a healthcare institution whose reputation and its professionals are being challenged, uh, or um, a company who's being accused of employment practices when all they've done is go through and try to make sure they've got a great and and um, a, a successful employment group and that people are uh, – rewarded and have an opportunity to come to work. And so every day our people are out there with those success stories on that side. And then the business side, um, uh, that's great when you can actually get in part. We have an active immigration practice, and so we can help people bring in talent. We were talking earlier about talent. I think um, there's so much negative about immigration these days, and people are so focused on the border south of us. What we really ought to focus on is the great opportunities for talent if we have the right immigration system that can bring in some of the best minds around the world into the U S and they want to come, uh, we we forget how great it is to be here and they want to come and we ought to open the doors because by them being successful here, they're going to end up helping their, their bank. And so we've seen that in our immigration practices as, as it's going in our growth practice of, um, uh, Joel Mackey. Let me ch- shout out to Joel. Joel came to me, uh, after he'd been with us for six months, he was, um, uh, um, uh, young man out of middle Georgia came to me and says, uh, I want to start an agricultural practice. And we had some agricultural work. It was not really a practice group. And I said, well, write a plan. And he wrote a business plan. So, you know, within three years, he was by an organization elected agricultural lawyer of the year. We had an agricultural practice group. We were helping farmers. We were helping uh, folks expand farms. And that was that opportunity that he took. And so I think that kind of individual success story is there. And let, let me give it to Alex, too. Alex has developed an amazing practice um, serving a wide variety of people. And I think the key he mentioned earlier, and he said it sort of uh, quickly, and I just want to re-insight it, is it's not a one-time off for us, and it's not a one-time off for him. It's anytime we can come in and help and serve, it's the beginning of a long-term relationship, and Alex is a master of that. So we're um, we're, again, honored to have him with us, and I think that – in of itself is a success story. I mean, look, he's got us in Alpharetta and we, uh, and, and I've been trying to get us here for 40 years and he got us out. Here. <laughs> well, thanks, John. I, I had a success story that came to, to mind aside from, from having the opportunity to, uh, to be in this Avalon office and at, with a great firm and with great neighbors. 
But uh, I, I was thinking about a client of ours that was headquartered in the Northeast that is, is in the shipping industry uh, that we have brought uh, and work with and work with you at Fraser Dieter on, and in part due to the success of, of our airport and our and our port, uh, they've become one of the Georgia fastest growing businesses year after year. And and, and through your hard work uh, on the accounting side, they've really become a very profitable uh, business. So much so that the, the owner has been able to start a foundation uh, that does a significant amount of, uh, of service and, and uh, which has been, uh, I think, a benefit to him on a personal level as well as, as the company has just been greatly successful. They've expanded operations to Florida where they also work with your, your Fraser Dieter uh, offices in Florida. And that's just, to me, a perfect example of a, of a client that came to us with, with a problem and that together through the relationship um, we've, with the client and with, with your firm, really have had a, a great opportunity and, and the client couldn't be happier. So that would be a, a quick success story I, that comes to mind on the business front. And let me just say to the public, I, I hate these um, have you been injured ad and these lawyers ads every five and 10 minutes on the radio. And I wish that um, either our bar association or our legislature or somebody would do something about them because you lose the purpose that most lawyers are here, not about chasing a quick dollar and chasing somebody else's, uh, a tragedy in order for them to get a 40 or 50 percent fee. Um, most lawyers are here to try to help a business and an individual get through a terrible situation or develop a great situation and then work together with them understanding rationality and, and how things ought to work. So lawyers get a bad rap and, and I hope that one client at a time we can help um, at least let people know some people hear about service still. Wow. I think that's a good place to end, don't you, Roger? I think so, John. That's pretty awesome. Folks, we've had John Hall and Alex Kaufman, uh, both with Hall Booth Smith. John, Alex, it's been a pleasure. Loved hearing about your firm and the great work you do. Thanks for being here. Thanks for having us. Yeah, thank Roger and Don. I really appreciate it. Our pleasure. Absolutely. And uh, for Roger Lesby and Donna Beattie, I'm John Ray. Join us next time here on Frazier and Dieter's Business Beat.